put something you love is really no pressure because that's what you want to do. I'll put a hundred on that. Like, oh. I in the lounge. In the You do look like Frederick Douglass now that you say that. <laughs> oh man. If you don't know, man, this is the Lounge 167, man. I am your host, Chris. You already know I got my two brothers in the building, Mike and Johnny. Mike, how you doing tonight, man? Doing good, man. I'm trying to make it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How you doing tonight, Johnny? You already know flexing, flexing, ready for the show. Guys, oh, yeah. we got something hot for you today, man. Oh, yeah. hey, boy, been in the lab. Now, let's, let's go. Let's yeah, go. We, we on a whole new wave with the lounge, man. You know, we uh we started out just being just a sports podcast, but, you know, we, we got too many personalities on the show just to be held in that one box. So we got to switch up the content, man, you know, get everybody involved because, you know, we got three good thinkers on the show. So, you know what I'm saying? Got to hear each other's opinions more. We got to hear each other's opinions more. So, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Get it popping, you know what I'm saying? Um, let's go ahead and talk about the Kirk Franklin situation. I mean, I th- I feel like that's only right to start with the Kirk Franklin Kirk Franklin situation. Bless the segment. Bless the segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially with our, you know being fathers, so you know, it was only right because it was a hot topic during, over the weekend, man. Um, some audio got leaked by Kirk Franklin's son, you know, and uh, everybody went ham because they heard Kirk Franklin cuss. And um, I just want to know, as fathers, we ain't going to criticize what Kirk Franklin did. I just want to know, as being a father and being a son, do you see any wrong in the situation that, that happened? Like, far as, far, far as not, not the conversation being leaked, but far as um, how he was talking to his son. Because th- I think that's the main issue everybody is having, the way that Kirk Franklin was talking to his son, like, it, just me personally, uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have a good relationship with my father. I mean, keep it 100. Um, we bump heads. We too much alike. So um, I kind of understand how the situation happened. What I didn't like about the situation, like I said, was the son broke the distrust. You know what I'm saying? He leaked the fucking um, audio, and then it's like now you're trying to exploit your father. You know what I'm saying? So. It's kind of a fucked up situation. I just want to know, get y'all perspective as being like on the son's side and the father's side of it. Uh, why you want to go? Because you know me, I'm winded. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, it don't matter. I'll start off. Probably it's going to be a while. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because like I, I don't know the, the backstory or the relationship as far as growing up, you know, just being in the line of field I'm in. Right. Uh, you'd be surprised how many kids um, really don't respect their parents. And, uh, you know, cussing their parents out is nothing. You know, I wasn't raised that way. Right. Uh, you know, I respect my parents, you know, no matter what we've been through or what's going on. Right. So um, I think people are more upset or had a problem with it because Kurt Franklin is a, is a godly, God-fearing man. But at the same time, uh, I would like to erase, for people to start erasing the stereotypes that Christians are perfect people. 
Right. And um, I feel like Kurt Franklin just, you know, he has he has had other demons. These are just just another demon uh, he, he's facing, um, you know, that he will have to overcome. You know, I think it was crazy is that they said um, they had the counselor on the phone, you know what I'm saying, while, while he was on the call, you know, so it ain't like they weren't trying to work on a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like people overreacting without knowing the backstory of what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, yeah, that's just the situation, man. I just didn't get it. Why I was so, why I was blowing up as much as it was, you know, even though I know we live in a social media area, it's just like, this, this go on every day, like you said, Mike, this go on every day in people's household, you know what I'm saying? I just think because yeah, no, uh, yeah, and they said uh, his son has been in therapy for for some years now. So yeah, exactly. exactly. They ain't gonna fix him. You said that. No, but uh, so here's my take on it, though. You know, I think a lot of people are blowing this situation well out of proportion. Um, I, you guys already covered the fact that. Kirk Franklin is still a person. He is still human. He still has feelings. And I think what he demonstrated was some real deep feelings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, if, if, a man like that who can cut through, who can cut through faith that quick, that fast. <laughs> that's a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a man of the world. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him. You know, every time I cuss my kids out. You know what I'm saying? They went back and told their grandma, but she is, you know. <laughs> but you ain't, like but you ain't leading the choir either, though. Huh? Said, but you ain't leading the choir either, though. So I'm not. It's not I'm gonna not. be. It's not gonna be perceived the same way. Yeah, you didn't. Now, make if, sure. if he's a preacher, if he's a preacher or something, he was cussing the kids out. It'd be a different story. Mean, y'all done been in pre- y'all done been in preachers' churches. Who done been hunting everybody in the church like, but y'all kept going Sunday service. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 really unfortunate. It really is because um, like Chris said, this happens in black homes all across America, man. I think just because it's it's uh it's not black. Oh, it's not black. It's everybody, everybody, everybody ain't through it. I think okay. I think all, all, all households. So, yeah. Okay, so so so, so yeah, if you put it like that, okay. But some people could relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Some people could relate. I know I did. Right. I, right. My mom is a fool. You hear me? Straight yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know, nigga. We know. It would it would have been a third clip. You feel me? Her pulling up on me. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. But uh, you know, to a certain extent, man, I, I just feel like he's human, and um, I think everybody, everybody overlooked the fact that the kid, the grown man, was being disrespectful. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, from, from his child at that, and his child at that. And we're not even talking about a kid. We're talking about a grown man, ass boy. Yeah. That's <laughs> no man playing that's facts. You know, Ricky uh, Smiley came to his defense. Came to who defense? Kirk Franklin's? Yeah, he said, I don't think he should apologize. I don't think he should either. Me either. But he did. Me either. Yeah. And I think there was a published thing, like, just for, you know how you know how the shit work, man. Yeah, you know but they, they not going to stop loving that dancing fool from the church. 
Yeah, they ain't. They, they still gonna stop loving Kurt Flynn. He's immortal, man. He gonna, mean, have to do, he gonna have to. Look, he gonna have to do something to some kid, but before he uh, before they get right yeah, with him, don't do that. <laughs> hey, which brings me to my next topic. Oh man, don't do that. <laughs> but what's your next topic, bro? <laughs> no, I was saying it was gonna lead me to you know, to oh. the. To, to the Deshaun Watson situation, man. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, you want to go ahead and talk about it? We can go ahead and talk nah, about we, it. We got to, but I'm nah, saying. Go ahead and talk about okay. it. I mean, let's go ahead and talk about it. You brought it up. Let's go ahead and talk about it. So, um, a third, a third victim has come out. You know, saying that Deshaun Watson has a uh, sexually assaulted her. Paid. Um, he, he asked. He asked for oral sex, right, during the massage, yeah. some shit like that, or yeah. she getting oral sex. And um, if y'all don't know the backstory from where we're about to go with this story is that uh, Deshaun Watson walks out of Houston and um, free agency is going on in the NFL. And all of a sudden, these allegations start to come out. You know what I'm saying? And um, we're not speaking on Deshaun Watson's behalf. We, we're, not, we're not saying he's guilty or innocent. We're just going to tell you what we think going on with the situation, man, because... Um, it don't it don't make sense. It don't make sense. So um Hatch, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start on it, man. Go ahead. So this I, I think what's going on right now is very disgusting. Um we've seen this our whole entire 31 years of life, you know, on every level. We've seen how the black man is characterized in the, in any professional sport, and he is pretty much walking on thin ice. And the one time he stands up for himself. You get dismembered and you get disbarred. And that's what's happening, man. You know, it's a sad situation. I think I texted you guys earlier and it was like, this is some modern day slavery shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't beat them, we'll keep them. You know what I'm saying? And, and they right. hold that hostage. Hold, bro, 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 man, hold, you holding them hostage. Hostage, yeah. Right. yeah. I think the allegations is bullshit. You know, I, I, I believe... There may there may have been some um, you know intertwining, but I don't think it went past that. You know he's a superstar, handsome young man. He's got a lot of money. You know the girl's gonna be flocking. I just don't. I can't say what he would or wouldn't do, but the way it's looking right now, it's, it looks like they're trying to sabotage not That's only weird. his football career. But his name, name, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. You're exactly right. That's why I said too. I said because once you get that name, that you're a rapist, regardless if it's um allegations or well, anything, <laughs> that, that, that label sticks with you, even if they don't mention it when you hear it. When you like they did Kobe, when he passed, somebody came out and said that. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in the time of grieving, you're gonna say something like that. Like, come on, but it sticks with you. You know what I'm saying? So, good, man. Name. So people never like, forget. People never forget. Yeah, and we thought and we thought we put that in the trash back a long time ago. Time ago, exactly right. And somebody brought he it up. Yeah, he wasn't convicted. Right, he still wasn't convicted. Yep, exactly, exactly, man. It's just crazy, man. Uh, Mike, what, what you got to say about it? Oh, I don't know. Give me fifty-fifty. Cause you, you know, you look at his reputation, who he is, and say, oh, he didn't do it. Um, I've been knowing y'all for. I don't know how many years now, over a decade. But at the end of the day, I don't know what y'all do with y'all's house. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't right. know what y'all do when I'm with y'all. So I can't speak on what y'all do in y'all house, in y'all's household. Um, two, he is a man of status. So 
once again, while we putting ourselves in these situations with the masseuse coming to our houses or whatever, mm-hmm. go to the team, you know, go to, go to the facility and get that done. I know you might be beefing with them right now. I don't know when these allegations happened or took place, but once again, don't put yourself in those situations. You've seen Antonio Brown went through the same thing. Well, he say, she say, and he barely got back in the league. Yeah. That wasn't the only thing, but his attitude as well. But that was a he say, she say situation once again, where somebody came to his house, no cameras, his word versus hers. No matter what, he's an African-American and they ain't going to be tarnished. Right. But it's uh, it's 50-50 though, man. I, I just hope he make it out. Uh, I don't think, outside looking in, I don't think the sign uh, is that type guy, but then they just never know. Never know. I don't, I, but I don't know if it's, I don't know, money. Money does run deep. And I'm pretty sure all those got pocket, you know, deep pockets. So Listen, you just never I, know in this tight in this tight world. I still don't believe what they said about Michael Jackson. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And some you think Kevin, Go ahead. I must say Winslow just got locked up. Who would have thought yeah, he would have been running old women? Mm-hmm. Uh Sherman. Uh I've got his first name. He's playing for the Saints of Safety. He went on a raping spree. So it's like you really just don't know. Like, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, which um kind of going to lead me to my next topic um, because me, Hatch, we had a wild weekend last weekend, you know what I mean? <laughs> we had a wild weekend, man, and it's really don't, I mean, it doesn't have to be a male to female situation. It can be just a male to male thing, but like if in a situation that you see something that kind of triggers you or it might not trigger you, but you see it because, you know, at us as black people, we if we see something, sometimes we say that ain't that ain't our business. You know what I'm saying? That ain't our business. So I just wanted to ask y'all, in what certain situations would um you display your your alpha male? Like, when would you step in? Like, far as showing your 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 alpha male side of you? Like, would you have to be triggered, or it can just be casual? You know, for for example, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help y'all even better. Um. We all three got a we got a mutual well we got a mutual friend and him and Johnny get into it all of the time and he kind of tries to because his ego he tries to male in the situation all the time you know what I'm saying you get what you right. get on match right yeah so I just want to know when when would you display your alpha male in, in a certain situation it, it can be uh, mystic or just ego to ego as a man um I I think. For individual, like yourself as an individual, you have to you have to know what type of person you are in, in terms of how you would engage with people in certain situations. Like me, you know, I'm a type, I'm not even gonna let it pop off if I see that it's, you know, a, a thing or was a spark, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and in other situations, it might cost me to just go ahead and goddamn get ready to sneak your ass. You feel me? So it just right. <laughs> I think it's just a situation um that may, you know, that the circumstances of the situation is highly determined, you know, what you will or or, or may not do. Yeah. So I think you like consider that as well, man, because um I mean, don't nobody know what they'll do until they're in a situation to do. Right. You know, we always talk about what we want and what we will do until that shit happens. Hey, look, prime example. Let me tell you, prime example. Um, we was in, I know we was in middle school, maybe middle school, freshman high, uh, high school. We was in North Chevy. Uh, 
field playing football. And um, these two dudes got into it. And um, the dude slammed him. He was like, wait, I'll be back. I'm going to get my gun. Mind you, he's staying on the other side of town. <laughs> hey, he's staying on the other side of town. <laughs> we kept playing. We kept playing. All of a sudden, we hear somebody creep about the woods. And hear Everybody took off running. Me, <laughs> I didn't run because I, I was so shocked. <laughs> he had a pump, and I was just so shocked. He just he came out with the, everybody took off running. I just stood there. He could have shot me, but he wasn't aiming for me. He wasn't looking for me. So that was just grateful that he, he wasn't just after shooting in anger. He was trying to find who he was trying to find, but they had left. But in that situation, that I realized, like, damn, you never know when you what you'll do when you're in a certain situation. Because in my head, I would say, I'm going to run, but in reality, I didn't run because I froze up. <laughs> I froze up, brother. I froze up, man. I froze up. Um, I don't know if y'all seen, but um, in Oklahoma, uh, high school announcer, he uh, he said the N-word while the, uh, the girls' basketball team was kneeling. And he turned around and blamed it on his damn diabetes, man. What y'all think about that? <laughs> <laughs> diabetes, though, bro. <laughs> they always got this. They always got an excuse when it's down. Yeah, man. That, that was wild. That's almost that's almost as bad as you saying my dog ate my homework. Like that's 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 like equivalent to that shit. Like, bro, like really? Like the, um, I don't know if you heard the Papa John's dude. He said he can't stop saying it. Like, why why you can't stop saying it? <laughs> if you want to continuously say it, like you addicted to the word or something. Like, I, I don't get it, bro. <laughs> But you know they always post the question. And here's it. This is the million dollar question from, from from colored people: Is why is it okay for black people to make it a cultural thing? Yeah, and is degrading and disrespectful when a person right. of color says it? Right. And I, t- I, you know, to a certain extent, it's like, damn, I ain't even got to really explain that, you know. But I guess you kind of do. Yeah, and then you got some people that let their friends of other races get away with that too. You know what I'm saying? Now that's so, what I don't like. I'm saying we all in this shit together. We yeah. all in. I, and I based that off my grandma. I said, you know what? I understand. I've accepted certain people in my life and um, certain situations when it comes to race, but I base sometimes I base my decision making in terms of that off my grandmother and my grandpa, you know, and I listen to them. I listen to them tell me about the stories of them having to deal with Jim Crow and, uh, you know, how some, you know, how some people were just really nasty. So I can tell you right now, she's not a racist, but she is, she, it's, a, it's really a tough thing for her to like accept it. You know, right. like she feel like weird, like she doesn't trust a whole lot of people of color. So, right. I think um, the the for the, for, for the announcer though, I just think um, the excuse he gave is like it went way for that. Like I don't understand it, bro. That shit tripped me out when I seen it. I thought you know how people make fake headlines and shit. Like I was like, this can't be real. Like. <laughs> This can't be real. Your diabetes, bro. I know a lot of people with diabetes ain't did no shit like that, bro. They ain't did no shit like that. I was making an excuse. Like the um, the racist white white guy who uh, killed those Asian people. They said he was having a bad day, so 
Yeah. I guess have no right to go on the killing spree and the Dylan Roof. Their name is who killed the people in Charleston, South Carolina. They brought they brought up how he was uh, you know, a, a rough childhood, etc. So yeah. but when we do something, it's the angry black man or right. the, uh they the, the, the gang, um society we live in. But uh, those girls did go on the way of state though, so shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. The black girls he was talking about. It was black and white girls on the team. But they, but who nailed though? Was it the only the black girls? The whole uh, team. Oh no, no, no! I think it was the black girl nailed. It was the just the black girl. I think the whole team nailed. If I'm mistaken. I, I, I mean, that's how, I, if I remember saying that's what I thought, but yeah, um, I just you know that, that's hard for me to believe because now that, that if that's the case. Then you intentionally singly singled these black girls out. Out, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not making an excuse, but why the hell would you call the whole team niggers? Yeah. If they got white girls on the team, like what? That don't make sense. So yeah, <laughs> ain't, no di- ain't no difference between them. Huh? No difference between them color. Ain't no difference between them calling somebody a nigger love. That's true. Yeah, they kill that too, boy. So I. <laughs> Mike clear, clarify that up. Clear that yeah, up. Yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he, did. he cleared that one. Yeah, yeah I should be glad one. Not glad, but hopefully. I was talking about it's time for us to transition. You know, for, not for our generation, but maybe the generation ahead of us, because we still got people in power and position who was born in those times you were speaking of who grew up, who were young kids in the Jim Crow times. Right. Racism ain't gonna never die, but a lot of those people still in power. Like Trump was 70 something, Joe Biden, you know, he's been on the fence throughout his career. He's born, what, he's 70 something. So we still got a lot of people who are in their 70s and 80s running the country and right. holding high powers of office. And meanwhile, their grandchildren are dating black guys or having interracial children. So it's just time for the world to transition, man. Maybe that that next generation to step in. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I like I feel like we we are the ones that have to pave the way. Like I feel like our generation is kind of in a in a mix. Like we 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 internet babies, but we old school babies. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of understand both. You know what I'm saying? And I think no, I we're not internet babies. We are internet babies. We're not though. You are an internet baby. I'm an internet baby. You just seen the you just you remember when you. You remember when you couldn't down even get on the fucking internet if you picked up the phone? You remember that? You remember when the internet came on a disc? <laughs> you remember all that okay. shit? When the internet first started, you were internet. Okay, you okay. Internet okay. Now I, I get it now. So yeah. Yes, when the internet hit, like it hit it, we was, we was, oh, excuse me. We was on the forefront. Yes, yes. And I think we'll be, okay. I think we're on the forefront of the change too. At least I'm hoping anyway. That's what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm pushing for. That's what I'm pushing for. I might not be out there in the field, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to provide a platform for my people. You know what I'm saying? And represent my people. You know what I'm saying? The culture. So that's what I'm trying to do here. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all finish Last Chance You? I did. What you think about it? What you think about it? Don't spoil it too much for. Mike, even though he said he ain't even rocking with it like that, but what you okay. think? Okay, Mike, how far are you? How about that? Um, Joe been missing for a few days. Oh, you about finished, Dick? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So Joe was a bitch, and ain't gotta be. <laughs> Joe ain't gotta be, man. You know, it's it's unfortunate, man. You see a talented young man such as Joe, and he's got his head so far up his ass. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of not even his fault. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think his situation has trapped his mind to believe in that this is what it's going to be. You ain't going to be nothing bigger than this. And you have to manage it at this point, you know? He's right. managing life right now. Instead of living, he's managing it. Right. My, my question is, you as a coach, at what point do you look at cutting this kid or saving this kid's life? If you, if you, if you cut him, you know this is it for him. Like He's probably going to end up in jail or dead. So as a coach, what is, a, what is a line in the sand before you just say, or, or is there a line? Or do you just tolerate it until he's gone? Because you know, nine times out of 10, he's going to be dead or in jail. I'm going to post a question. Knowing, <laughs> Chris, knowing who Michael is, right? As mm-hmm. a friend, leader, coach, father. Mike, what will, what will be your... Uh, what would be the route would you would you would take knowing Joe's situation and knowing his ability and you being let's say fourth year in coaching, fourth year in coaching, you get a Joe. What would you do? I before I answer that, did you hear my question? Huh? <laughs> I said before I answer that, did you, did you hear my question? Uh, you might have to repeat it. I said, as a coach, knowing Joe's situation, uh-huh. if you cut him, he's probably going to be dead or in jail. Yeah, I did hear that. Or would you tolerate him? What would you do? I would tolerate him. I'll tolerate him. And it's, for some people, you know, for some coaches, they may see that as being solved. But I look at the big picture, and the big picture is basketball. You playing basketball is not life. You playing basketball is a way to create a better life. So why would I? I, I wouldn't want to be the one who had the last say so on that. You know what I'm saying? You if you're gonna fuck up, you're gonna fuck up on your own terms. Right, right. I'm gonna do what I can until I am tired, and you know I just can't go no more. So. Yeah, I think I will tolerate it. I'm asking you, would you? I don't know how long it will go on. I don't know if it'd be a full season. You said what? I don't know if it would be a full season. With him? Yeah. And Chris? That's where I'm coming from too, Mike. Me personally, it's like, I'm going to let you hang yourself. And I think he hung himself, and the coach kept giving the opportunity after the opportunity. In the real world, you're not gonna get opportunity after opportunity. That's true. So if you don't want to come to practice and you think you can show up on game day, nah, bro, nah. Or you, you, everybody else going to lift weights and you leave. You talking about you got somewhere to go or you got you got reservations? Like, nah, bro. You because then because at some yeah. point it's like like um the situation that was going on with the Clippers. They are gonna feel like he getting special treatment. You know what I'm saying? So nah, you gotta go. I think and then coach did pull him in the locker room and told him he had D1 offers. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still still trying to hang himself. So at what point do you, you know, lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. 
Yeah, I agree with you all the way on that, Mike. I agree on. Um, but what what y'all think about the living situation as far as uh, JUCOs, man? Because like we seen in the in the past, last chance use um some well football programs, most of them had campuses, but in this one, um, these kids weren't staying on campus. They were um well, I think in the last last uh, football last chance you they were they weren't they didn't have um campus either, but these kids are staying off campus and they stand like they just most of them don't even have jobs. So I really don't even know how they be making it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, I think in, in this one, it was like three of them standing like a one bedroom. Yeah. All three, like that, that, that shit is wild, man. What y'all think about those conditions, especially um, having to, when you go to a JUCO, you don't, you don't have a scholarship either. Most JUCOs don't give out scholarships. You have to pay to go there. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like playing rec league down there. Yeah, and some some do, some don't. It depends on the funding at the school, man. But um, what was I about to say? It's right. just wild to me that they they take these kids and um try to build the program up, but yet the kids don't get the benefit from it. You get you get you get what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah, saying? I do. It's like but we, we we're trying to bring that. We're trying to we're trying to make us a, a prime JUCO landing spot. You know what I'm saying? But we can't provide proper housing. We can't provide food because they. I don't even. I, you didn't even see them go to a cafe or nothing. They, them boys was eating regular college meal, peanut butter and jelly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen the nigga eating the egg. Like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. It's just crazy to me, man. Because most JUCOs are far away from where people are actually from, and they're in the middle of nowhere, small towns, like. It can be dangerous as a black as a black male. It can be dangerous for us, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it, most JUCOs are not in our area, so it's a um, unidentified territory, man. Yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real. But I, I really didn't like the shit. I'm just gonna be honest. It wasn't like like Mike said when um, we was texting. He said uh, it ain't like the football shit. You just like. Like you said, if you one Saturday you ain't got nothing to watch, just watch that shit. It ain't it run really. Well, I, I like it because it's entertainment. But to, yeah. to answer your question though about you know about housing, I think it's a pandemic within itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, there has been a lot of great players come out of JUCO, mm-hmm. on the D1 schools, and they don't have nothing to show for. Even when they win those championships, they don't have nothing to show for. Right. Um. I think the prep schools is, is good as well for a lot of these athletes. You know, there are certain programs that do house. Um, I, I feel like prep school has a lot more accommodations than JUCO. Um, I don't know, man. It's like we 30, 32, 31 years old, man. It's like we've known what JUCO is about. When, when is the change going to come? Like, when are you going to make things better? You know, I feel like if that Thing, you will have more African-American kids going to JUCO schools and a lot of them off the streets. Yeah. But where's the funding coming from, though? That, that, that's the problem. That is the problem. No funding. Right. It's money. Yeah, look, it's but, money. Saying, but they're not going to put the athletics in no junior college, though. They're not. Because they're not bringing in a revenue. If you look at the documentary or any of the documentaries, there's barely fans at those games. I think the East Mississippi, they're probably the most fans we've seen, but most of these JUCOs, it's maybe, it's maybe 100 people in the stands. Well, they need to go away with JUCO then, if that's the case. <clears throat> I mean, that's but, JUCO, both of the same. We, 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 
or athletes. We did see the coach from um, Indy. He built the um, he got a whole new field put in that motherfucker. I don't know where he got the money from, but he got a whole new field put in the there. city boosters. Well, right. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, they they was really big on that JUCO football. And I ain't never seen that. They were, and they was very supportive. <laughs> they were. They, they were. There are some people in those little cities that run schools like that. You know what I'm saying from their living room. Right. Cause ain't no close league one, ain't no close, ain't no NFL teams or um, college teams to root for. Yeah, yeah that close in proximity, so that's their, you know, that's their, uh, their everything. Yeah, but just all in high school, that's who brings. They fund money, and they fund, they generate funds for other sports, and Chico's just ain't got that type, you know, support. That's true. That is true. Did y'all see Uncle P say he want to um, own an HBCU? I mean, he said he wanted to own the NBA team first, but I guess this is his second goal, man. What y'all think about that? Uncle, Uncle P can do whatever he want to do. <laughs> I'm with you, you know man. why? Because he done done it. Right. And he get, he really gets slept on. I'm going to tell you another little nigga that gets slept on, too. Soldier Boy. He man, come on, man. Soldier Boy. How you going to put Master P and Soldier Boy in the same sentence? You wilding. <laughs> about the innovative spirit they have to okay in life okay i got you they're, they're, they're not content you know they're always pushing now p he all uncle p he always moving he always making a deal right. you know what I'm saying? but for soldier to be who he is today i commend him for staying focused on the bigger picture and that is wealth right generational wealth he get that gaming system off the damn ground and people start buying it. Oh my god! But I, I told uh, Scott this when um, No Limit Records came out, the documentary on BET. He was basically he's basically he's before his time one, but uh, two he's basically what Jay Z is today. Yeah, that's a the sports agency um thing. He always wanted to own the NBA team. He never got to do that, but um. He always had his hand in other things that I never knew of, which Jay-Z is doing today. Right. Um, but basically, Jay-Z is the Master P of today's generation. But he's been more successful at it. But Master P, Master P just was, was before his time, but hopefully he does get HBCU. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. And I think um, I think it was a start a trend, too, because um, I, I, I watched a little snippet of his video and he said, do you know who owns HBCUs? And I never really got the research who really owns a HBCU. So I'm going to go check that out because I know it might not even be us. You know what I'm saying? That would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? A white man on HBCU. So if it's like that, <laughs> go ahead, Uncle P. Go ahead and go ahead and get you one. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get you one, man. Um, guess we'll talk about a little sports before we get up out of here, man. Um, Last week, Cam Newton got re-signed to the Patriots for a 14 mil. It's a incentive-based contract. And then a couple of days after that, when free agency started, the Patriots just went ham in free agency, man. They uh, picked up – who did they pick? Matt and Julian, they picked up Janano Smith, the tight end. They picked, they picked up Henry, uh, Hunter Henry, I think, yeah. the tight end. And they also picked up Jalen Mills, I think. Like, far as I know, is that's good at their position. Let me ask you this. Do y'all think – Bill out for blood. He got that bag on him this year. He out for blood. He trying to he trying to rebuild, make something shape. What y'all think? I, Bill think I think Bill is coming with a different approach, or more of 
this is me who I am without elite players. Because that's what's about to happen. He's going to have to – he's in the second phase. Um, first phase was playing with a different quarterback without Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. The second phase is putting small pieces together to actually win ball games without top-name players. Right. If he fails here, I don't see – I don't know. I, I don't know. Because that type of guy, I don't think he likes to lose. And he's been winning for so long that – um, it'll kill him, uh, or he'll kill himself before it'll let it kill him. So, um, yeah, I don't think Big Bill's gonna go out like that. What you think about um, him resigning Cam? I think Cam met the expectations um, that was written out in the contract. I think had he not met meet the expectation that was uh, within his contract, he would have never been resigned. I think it was a stringent contract. Mm-hmm. You know, he's getting pennies out there. So he, you know, he did what he had to do. Now he got to step it up again, you know, right. step up more. I think the other just want to see him with a full, full, uh, and all that. Yeah, because they, they went and got some receivers too. I think they uh, added Nelson Aguilar too. So, uh, oh, that ain't no say what, Mike? That ain't no receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker will drop some shit, boy. We'll drop it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of free agency, man, how, how you feel about your team, Mike? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all got a lot of caps. Y'all been blowing the bag, too. What you feel about it so far? Uh, so far, so good, man. Got some good good pieces coming in there. Uh, looking forward to seeing all come, come together. I think we got um, I think we got 11 players and still got like 37 mil to spend. So, mm. Mm. Uh, we in uh, what's your boy's name? The running back. Oh. I don't know why we bought him back. But, oh, yeah, uh, Carlos. Well, I do know. You know why. Urban Meyer, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> we had him about two years ago. He didn't like Jacksonville, so I'm yeah. surprised he came back. Yeah. He came back. Other than that, man. Huh? Yeah. He, he called the coach. Yeah, he needed a we'll job. Hat. He called the coach. That's <laughs> That's one of those signs where, you know, going myself on the college. Coach, you good? But him and Rock. For like, we ain't got no speed back, but, you know, maybe we'll draft one. Yeah. And two bruises, two bruises are where defense down, too, though, Mike. Don't, don't, don't sleep on that. Trust me. <laughs> don't sleep on that. It's, it's good. But I, I like having a speed back, too, man. I like having, you got to have a speed back sometimes. They make plays, speed backs make plays, man. Awesome. Oh, and we got Dorset. I don't know why, but Caleb Dorset. Yeah, hopefully we drop a receiver. <laughs> and y'all left. Well, Kenny, y'all didn't let him go. He was a free agent, right? Kenny Cole. Yeah, but we got Jones from uh from the Lions, so he's a he's an upgrade over uh Chris Collins. So yeah. that was the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. What that I said, what your pants have been doing down here in Charlotte, man? Big bullshit. <laughs> y'all ain't been making no noise. <laughs> Look, big bullshit. I'm talking about we got a whole new owner. We still bullshit. Yeah. Same old Panthers, right? I would have never let. I would have. I mean, I understand the cat's face, but you got to try to keep uh, Curtis Samuel, man. Yeah. But I really feel like he's going to be the shit for Washington. In Washington, yeah. I really, really do. I really do. Uh, 
the linebacker Perryman from the Chargers, six yeah. two. He gonna be all yeah, right. Yeah, that was a good pick. Yeah, that was a good pickup. That was all right. Morgan Fox from the Rams, definitely another pick. You playing? You playing right next to down highest paid defensive lineman in the league. Good pick. Y'all look, y'all trying to build y'all team around defense. I don't know much about Hassan Reddick though, man. Um from the Cardinals. He nice. He nice, but I don't know if he gonna be well, he's nice because you said he nice. Nah, he nice. He goes no, against nigga. this, bro. Huh? <laughs> Cause I think I think we was trying to get him too. I think we was trying to get him too. Yeah. 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 He, he over thirty. Say what? So he over thirty, ain't he might be. Not, he ain't that far over 30, though. He, he done been in the lead a while, though. He done been in the lead a while. We got two offensive linemen. I mean, I, I hope these no-name guys or, you know, I, I hope they can do something, man. I really hope they go after Richard Sherman, though. Why you want Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman. Corner and, uh, and uh, what's your boy? Who? Eric Thomas. Earl Thomas? Earl Thomas. I'm tripping. That boy yeah. Jay trying to get the Legion Boom back together, Mike. What did you <laughs> Brady about the early ass? Y'all. That's a, that's boy, a few do... Them boys talk too much. Y'all ain't getting them. Brady about the early ass. Yeah. They ain't even y'all coaching too, yeah. Y'all, y'all don't like them outlandish players. Y'all don't like people that stand nah. out. Yeah, they ain't even y'all culture, bro. I don't know. Templer got Big Ben up there in damn Pittsburgh, man. He, uh, you know, he had AB for a while, too. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Plexico go, Birds. He had a lot of people. That was wild. Yeah, and still got Mike Tomlin on payroll. So it ain't yeah, a black. <laughs> hey, speaking of Mike Tomlin, man, I, I meant to bring this shit up a while back, man. What y'all think about him never hiring a black coach, a black assistant? You know something that we don't. But I thought I thought Byron Leftwich was on the staff with him. Maybe Byron he just. I mean, you went when because you know who he coached for or did. No, they said that says a coordinator. Say what? I think they said as a coordinator, like he had because uh the portal linebacker was a coach too. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. He never. I don't think he never had a had a black coordinator. Well, is that, I mean, is that a thing, or they just trying to make it a thing? No, you know how the NFL is. You gotta, they want you to be, you know, a position, position coach, then a coordinator before you get hired. That used to be the old process, but well, for a black coach, that's the process. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't just be a straight out coordinator. <laughs> you gotta go yeah. through the ring. But you know, it is what it is. Um, what y'all think about Shelby struggling with Chase? Y'all, y'all think they overlooked him? Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ooh, wait. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about it before we get up out of here. What y'all think y'all about Y'all did what? They, boys did struggle. what? They, they struggle with Chase, bro. They struggle with Chase, man. Hey. Yeah, I ain't going to say that. It ain't over, but shit. <laughs> they really work every round here, here on out. Yeah. But Chase, Chase do got a kid going to Coastal, so. But uh, for sure, we have all those D1 prospects on defense. 40, 41 points is a lot. It is. It is. Somebody, somebody, somebody drop. Drop. Scout. Say somebody drop. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Shit, I guess that's a wrap for us, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really know what else to talk about on this shit. Um, y'all got anything y'all uh, want to say? For I, oh, go ahead, Mike. What you got to say, bro? Uh, NCAA and um, and the tournament. Uh, I don't, I don't know if y'all know this, but I don't appreciate the um, the HBCUs always being in the playing games, shit. just to turn around and play the number one seed, Gonzaga or uh, Michigan. You can't tell me uh, who won these teams. Or Roberts had a tougher schedule than some of these um, HBCU teams. I just feel like they're getting a short end of the stick. Like you're just saying, okay, we let you come to the dance. Now we're going to eliminate you. Like, right, right. And I think like a handout. You know, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's messed up, though. Yeah, I and, seen and an article the- about that, too. I seen an article about that, Mike. It's crazy. Do, do they make it hard for them to win, Mike, that you think of, once they get there? Yeah, you playing in the playing game. Then the playing game winner gets the number one seed. Or the number two seed, depending on where they rank. Because I think North Folk State ranked in, came in at number 11. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on where they ranked at. North no, no Folk State. Seed. You said what, Mike? North Folk State played the play, the winner of this game, North Folk State game, Gonzaga, who's the number one overall seed. Right, right. And then on the women's side, NT got to play NC State with the number one seed. Right, right. Um, speaking of, we're going to shout them out, man. Uh, North Carolina A&T women's and Jackson State women made it to uh, the NCAA tournament. North Fort State and um, Texas Southern, who won tonight, shout out to them, man. They made it to the NCAA tournament, you know what I'm saying? Support your black colleges, man. You got to. You got to, man. Um, just the same way the I don't like to make that race, but I just tell them the truth, speaking facts, man. The same way uh, the white man funds his community, we got to start doing the same for ours. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, because we have some prestige black colleges that people don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? That that they produce some great people, some legends, some legends, and they don't even get the recognition for it. So you know what I'm saying? It's like we got to start bigging up our people, man, and and building our people, man. So um, definitely support black colleges. Uh, support black colleges anytime you can, man. Anytime. We're gonna get there, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna baby. get there. Oh, yeah. And this what what's the um, about, baby? <laughs> what's the HBCU bowl you shot out today? Uh, the Legacy Bowl. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike. Uh, the Legacy Bowl. Uh, Doug Williams, who founded uh, the, the Black College Hall of Fame. I didn't know he did that. He founded that. And um, he's also putting together a Legacy Showcase which was showcase um, the HBCU kids' talent, and it would be aired on NFL Network. I thought that was real dope, and big ups to uh, Doug Williams for doing that, man. That's, that's really big, because I think the game will be played that Saturday before or after the Super Bowl. So big ups to um, Doug Williams for doing that, man. That's real big for those kids, man. And then they didn't have the, um, the all-star game that they putting together for the basketball. So th- that's real big. That's real big, man. Shout out to those people. So, kind of like the senior bowl. Say what, Mike? It's kind of like the senior bowl. Yeah, 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 yep. It's it's only for players that's um, preparing to go to the league. So, I think it's mostly seniors. Though, so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, shout out. Um, that's what's up. Anything I want to say, man? Before yeah, man. End. I covered this last week, but uh, last week Thomas Davis and um, Greg Osa they took their final final step, man. We we in a week 
since they've been retired and I hope they are enjoying retirement and loving their families and staying out the damn way. But congratulations again to those two men. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you have anything, Mike? No. Yeah, I'll stay yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, all the time, all the time, man, all the time, man. And you know what, man? I knew saying here gonna be, man. Support the culture, build the culture, and empower the culture, man. You know that's what we all about here at Lounge One Six Seven, man. Till next time, till a friend, till a friend. <laughs> Seven, we out. <laughs>